Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. I am not going to say... Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Frequency. You Why just, not? You just have. <laughs> I just did. Well, actually, last time frequency, I said it twice. Frequency. <laughs> it was good. Uh, it was in, different. Inside joke for anybody that listened to the last episode. Yeah. Um, welcome. <laughs> welcome, Julie. Welcome, Glenn. How are you both? Very excitable. Yeah. Um, we've just got into uh, Instagram from via yourself there phil so yes yeah. you've dragged me and julie into the 21st century, century. Yeah. kicking yeah. and screaming so a little bit of julie That's and it. glenn have had a little bit of insta coaching yes we have <laughs> yes, we we've had a few minutes of it yeah it's like oh wow this my, is good my brain hurts <laughs> yeah bless you yeah um let's get straight into it to be honest tonight okay. because i am so no excited messing. no messing um <laughs> We've got a really special guest, and I'm aware that he's had a busy week working, um, and it's Friday evening, and he's tired, um, and he's winding down for the weekend. And you know what? We've got a really special soul on tonight, Borny uh, from Kirkby, so quite local to us, but actually... From for the last seven years, he had uh, he's been on a, a journey of self discovery, mm-hmm. and the last few years he's been around uh, traveling around Europe. So this is one of the things that I want to talk to this guest about um, mainly because that is <laughs> to traveling. me that is so mm, uh, interesting. so interesting. Definitely. Settled at the minute now in Ooh. in Devon and work, living and working on a farm in Devon with. Oh, yeah. Uh, her, his partner and and the and the tribe um also a singer julie you'll be interested in this singer songwriter mm-hmm. musician yeah. um intuitive soul um right. and band member uh plays he, he plays the guitar for a alternative rock band called cajun, cajun rain julie that's the name oh, that's a good like name. Sound um, yeah. please welcome ben fox Welcome, Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you? Hello. I'm all right, thanks. How are you guys? Good, good. good. Hyper. Hyper. Good. I've just realised there's a Glenn here and it sounds like Ben. So when you see Glenn, I think you're seeing Ben. Oh, yeah. We've got, we've got, yeah, Glenn and the Ben. Yeah. Could be interesting then. We're going to have double conversations then. Oh, yeah. Extra frequencies. Or more frequencies. Uh, Ben is actually a really. High frequency, aren't you, Ben? So actually, Ben, you, I didn't mention there, but you you work with um, light language, don't you, as well? Do I? I thought I thought you did. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I play music. I suppose that's the light language in itself, mm. isn't it? It is actually. Yeah, you know? yes. and, yeah, yeah. You know, I love I love guitar and 
folk music, psychedelic music, and blues and all that kind of stuff. And that speaks straight to the soul, you know. Yeah, you're, well, you're, it, you're so. in good company because Julie's uh, a musician. She plays keyboard oh, and sings, and I'm a drummer and producer. Mm-hmm as well we and go. so yeah, yeah you're amongst Got like, a house musicians yeah. that's right so we could have an oh, online wonderful. jam <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you've heard julie sing ben you might have done if you've heard julie sing at the shack julie channels karen carpenter and she is absolutely amazing she's wow. fantastic wow what does it sound like, Carol Carpenter, when it comes through? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Note for note, yeah. Apparently so. Actually, yeah. did, did ben, Glenn, it's up, Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. Yes. It's a while Chris since we've. <laughs> Glenn! It's a while since we've had a bit of a demonstration, isn't it, from Julie? It is, yeah. Shall we prompt her? Shall yeah. we give her a nudge? We don't want the same one, though, Julie. You're a different no, a one. A different yeah, one. A different one from seven months ago, please. Yeah. Okay. Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Just like me, they long to be close to you. That's it. Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> Give it up for Julie. Thank you. Well, that was a wonderful tremolo there. Did you I like that? Thank you. We like we like yeah, a bit of um, we like a bit of that, don't we, on this podcast? Yeah, we do. So yeah, nice. Tell us about well, the band I'm that glad, you're I'm with. I'm glad you've started the podcast, Bill. We've been on about this for a while, haven't you? Yeah, we. I know we talked about it, didn't we? And yeah, quite a yeah, while yeah. ago. So, so that's one reason why I'm so pleased that you've joined us tonight for for an episode as well. Yeah, and you're too. more than welcome yeah. at any point as well. So it would always be lovely to have you. Can yeah, you tell you. us about the? Where shall we start? Where yeah, shall we start? Where, where do you want to start, Ben? <laughs> well, um, I, I, I only travelled to Italy. So I, st- I went um, at the end of the first lockdown, uh, during the first lockdown, I knew that I was going to like embark on, on a big journey and just like leave Mansfield for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've like travelled before. Like, I lived in London for a while and down in Cornwall, places and stuff. Um, but yeah, since lockdown, I've been back in Mansfield. And, uh, this community and uh, we started talking through the lockdown and she invited me to join her and go on a journey uh, across this ley line because she's been like studying a lot of into like ley lines uh, yeah 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 different energy points of the earth and stuff mm-hmm. and like um, she discovered this ley line called the Apollo Athena ley line and it's this gigantic ley line that runs from the middle of the Atlantic uh, mm. and it's connected to all the Atlantis people and wow. stuff. Oh, oh, nice. oh. And it runs all through Europe over to India. Yeah. And uh, along this ley line, the, through the years, there's been lots of different monasteries and temples built right on it, all along it. And um, like my friend was really interested in like obviously a lot of these monasteries have been used for like dark magic and you know is the church have been yeah like they're built by the church and stuff you know yeah. uh, my friend wanted to go along the, the the monasteries and stuff on this ley line and just do some do some singing and chanting and and bring some light frequencies down you know yeah. and that kind of stuff yeah uh try and heal the places you know and um so she invited me and she was already like 
on the line in Italy. So I decided, like, when the first lockdown was coming to an end, I thought, all right, I'm going to pack my bags and just go for it, you know. Mm. And um, I decided to start my journey, though, down in the southwest of England, down here in Devon or Cornwall, and uh, just spend a bit of time on my own in the woods, just wild camping, wow. and just, you know, just try and get my shit together, really. Mm. And um, so I uh, came down here, and I've got a friend down here I went to school with. He moved down here years back so i stayed with him for a little while and this is where i met my tribe here all my good friends mm-hmm. who are basically just a family of really beautiful souls and they live on a like a small piece of land who uh, it's like a small holding yeah and um they've got like ducks and chickens here and they've been <laughs> loads of caravans and they're building like their own little place here you know their own community that sounds wonderful That's amazing, yeah it's it? lovely it's, it's wonderful yeah and uh, so I came and stayed with these guys for a little bit last year and got to know them and, and recorded some music with them and stuff. And um, then all after that, I went along the... Have you heard of the Southwest Coastal Path? I think so, yeah, vaguely. Yeah. yeah, it's basically a long path that runs from like uh, Somerset all the way around the top of Devon, down Cornwall, all the way along Cornwall, around the south coast to Dorset. It's yeah. like a humongous path that you can walk all the way around. Yeah. And I just, I was like thinking in my head, I'm going to walk along this path with my bag and just, you know, stay in the woods each night. Uh, I tried it anyway. And I I got, uh, I got, I did a few miles, but with this massive weight on my back, I took my shamanic drum with me and and, uh, loads of stuff with me and that. And after walking up the up and down hills every day and very little food, you know, I was getting pretty knackered, man, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, nice. so, but after after a couple of weeks of walking, you know, and spending all this time alone in the woods, you know, I had a lot of time to deeply reflect on myself and and purge. Really, I was purging a lot and releasing a lot and uh, really connecting with my soul again. And um, and then came the time that I decided to go to Italy to to meet up with my friend. So I uh, flew over to Italy and um, I met my friend in this small area near Rome yeah. and uh, she was staying with a friend of hers who she met in Italy and this friend of hers was this uh, older Italian woman who she lived in Scotland for a long time so she could speak fluent English and stuff and she yeah. basically welcomed me and my friend uh, mm-hmm. to stay with her for as long as we wanted really she had this big house mm-hmm. uh, and like she was very spiritual and she her plan was to use her home uh, as like a spirit spiritual sanctuary for yeah. people to come along and host events and stuff. So me and my friend Ashley, who, who I was deciding to travel with, we stayed there for like two months. And basically oh, wow. we just like we just stayed in this big villa and it was like forty degrees outside. It was banging <laughs> summer Italy. It was you know it was too warm to do anything. So we just stayed in and, you know, spent every day just just like doing some yoga and yeah. singing and cooking and you know, just just a really nice time really with with some female company you know mm, and nice. uh uh but then like my friend who we decided to, to go along this ley line with um she she like decided that she wanted to go back to england and resolve some family issues and stuff before she yeah. ever wanted to go on a big journey and i was like oh okay that's a bit disappointing but you know I'm, i don't want to go back to england i want to carry on my journey so um she, she helped me try and like find where I could go in Italy to, to mm. somewhere to stay and yeah. some people to connect with and stuff. Yeah. And and she <laughs> found this um, community uh, that was looking for volunteers to come and 
work on the land and they try and build some kind of holistic healing center oh. and stuff. So, uh, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So uh, I got in touch with them and they uh, basically would like just down the road from where I was staying already. So, so that was convenient. So we went over there and uh, yeah, it was, this place is a, a community. It's in like the countryside near Rome and uh, they welcomed me with open arms. And they're really beautiful people. And it, it, basically it's this man called Paolo uh, who for about 30 years, he's, well, his family owned this land. It's like a big farmhouse uh, with a bit yeah. of land next to it. Uh, and his family owned the land and he took it over. Uh, and for about 30 years, he's tried to turn the place into like a social community where people can come and play music and host events and uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, But now it's come to a point where obviously they've got all these spiritual shifts happening in the world. And, yeah. You know, I, I think the people there were very aware of what was going on and, and very aware that, you know, they could utilize this land to 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 help people heal, you know, just come yeah. and stay here and, and get involved in something spiritual, you know. So, um, so and the, the good thing was as well that they could all speak very good English at this place, so I had no trouble there. That's a blessing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a blessing, real blessing. And then... Um, and they like to party as well, which I love to party. So it's <laughs> a <laughs> <So> win-win. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it was good. So I got there, and like was, this was the end of August time, and it was a blazing hot Italian weather. And as soon as I got there, I decided to do like a four-day fast um, to try and like have a deep cleanse and, and align myself to the land I was staying with. Uh, so I um, stayed in a tent for four days. I tried to like stay um, stay away from water and food for four days, which the Indians, the native Indians used to do a lot, and they call it a vision quest. Okay. And yeah. After four days of no food and water in, in the in the in the wild, you're supposed to like tune into your your, your higher guides and stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. have all these visions come through. Uh, so I, I wanted to try it, but. Um, after two days, I, I just could not do without water. I was really mm. struggling. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was restless uh, in this little tent, and you know, I, I ended up drinking water. Supposing oh, that did, heat, you do need it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Man, it was yeah. hard. It, it was difficult. I think you need to look to prepare a lot for it in order to do four days without it. You know, and I didn't prepare for it at all. Really, I just yeah. went straight into it. Yeah. Um, but did I did you? four days without food, and that was good. And, uh, and then after that. It's go on, Phil. What are you saying? I was going to say, did you did you have an experience doing that, Ben? Is there anything you could anything you want to share around that experience? Um, yeah, well, um, I like after about three days of, of no food and, and very little water, uh, I was having very lucid dreams. Like, you know, I, was, I felt like I was leaving my body in my dreams, and um, I don't know where I was going, but you know, I was like, it was almost like I was walking through certain memories of my life yeah. which was quite unusual uh it was it was you know it was it was a very strange time and uh after i came out of it i i was very ungrounded i know that i was feeling mm. very kind of like stunned Space and uh, mm. you know a bit yeah. out of place but at the same time i think it definitely like uh i felt very, after after a few days of eating food again and stuff i started to feel very like um, I don't know, very aware of myself and my situation. Yeah. I don't know, it's hard to explain these things, yeah. isn't it? But it definitely, like, 
gave me a deeper sense of self-awareness sure. you know are you a practicing shaman then ben or i suppose so you sound like it yeah i mean i do these things kind of instinctively mm. you know mm. so i suppose it is along those lines of, of mm. shamanism yeah 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 man. and um but yeah like the, the community i stayed with like uh beautiful very uh, italians mm. as well italians are very kind of loud and expressive and and welcoming <laughs> and stuff uh, so I had no problem of making friends there, you know. Uh, uh, they, the, the plan of the, the community was to, uh, at first, when I first joined there, they wanted to make the place like a, a, an artistic kind of musical centre, but also like this spiritual place as well. Uh, and they got like different people there, like an event manager there, mm-hmm. staying on the community, uh, trying to organise the music side of things. And they also had a guy there, who, who kind of invited me, who was on the spiritual holistic mm-hmm. side of the, the place, who also wanted to make it like a, a place to grow organic food and stuff as well. So he was, he was into all that kind of stuff. But there was a clash of personalities mm-hmm. and okay. like direction with the place, mm-hmm. you know. And that was there from the day I got there. There was this like wow. tension there between, you know, these egos, I suppose, really. You know, wanted to it? Say again. A bit like the hierarchy, isn't it? Sort of everybody exactly, wanted yeah, that to be kind of thing, in charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody wanted their kind of way to work yeah. instead of like just letting go and realizing, you know, we're all in this. Let's let's just let it flow, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was good because the guy who was running the music and stuff, he was when I joined the place, he was like getting ready to uh, host like a music festival there, and um, so like after two weeks of me being there. Basically, I, we were spending every day like preparing the land uh, mm. to, for this big music festival. Yeah. Uh, so, like uh, mid September, we put this festival on, which was great fun. Like we had a weekend of like bands music. from all over mm-hmm. Italy coming to play, and uh, uh, like a little rave in, in the forest down down the path <laughs> and stuff. Nice. Uh, so that, that was banging. Like yeah. Fun. And, um, but then after that, things the crack started to show, and and they were trying to have like group meetings, community meetings, and um, uh, like like I've just said, this big clash was was making itself very obvious. And the place itself, like the like Paolo who owns the land, and Daniele is the guy who was running the holistic stuff. They are very beautiful people, um, but at the same time, the land, it, the people that live there, the family, you can tell that they just they need a lot of healing themselves and in somewhat like some of the people there just seemed a little bit in denial of the fact that they needed to do the work themselves and stuff. And I think there's just putting up a little bit of a blockage or resistance towards them kind of evolving. Change, isn't it? People sometimes fear change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so things that like I, I, I had really good friends there and I'm really glad I went there. Like it was a great place to network and connect with some new people. And it brought me out of my shell a lot, yeah. you know, especially being around foreign people all the time and getting so involved in different uh, like a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. A lot of the time that to be having full on conversations in Italian around me. And I spent so much time just trying to listen and focus on, you know, their body language and stuff to try and understand what they're on about. Mm-hmm. So it was very, um, very kind of um, teaching time for me to understand people a bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, but after a while, uh, I stayed through winter through there and spent Christmas with them, which was mm-hmm. beautiful. So they treated me like family and that. Um, but after a while, I was getting itchy feet again. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, you know, I, I needed to, to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I needed to be somewhere else, you know. 
And, so where uh, did you go? Well, I was I was also at the same point. I, I felt like very drawn to find like my partner, like my like a woman, you know. And yeah, yeah, like I just partner. had this feeling that yeah, that I was ready to like meet meet my woman and. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I was trying a bit too hard because I was, you know, you know, you know, you're trying to find someone. Like, you look on Facebook and uh, internet and shit, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I met this girl through through a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, who introduced me to this Italian girl who she was friends with, and she was like, or oh, through Facebook, she was like, oh, do you want me to? connect you both as soon as you're in Italy right now mm-hmm. and she's Italian and in, in Italy and I was like yeah sure man so um so we mm-hmm. got talking on Facebook this girl called Azaria and after a while of talking and that we decided to meet up and mm-hmm. the, the rest is history wow so you're oh, together wow. now fantastic congratulations yeah yeah yeah, yeah I've got um, a wonderful partner now and I went yeah. after this community um I went to live with her in this town called Viterbo, which is just north of Rome. And it's a very interesting place because uh, you were like this, guys, because mm-hmm. um, this place was first. So in Italy, before the Romans, uh, the people that kind of were ruling the land there were called mm-hmm. the Etruscans. Mm-hmm. And okay. these were like, these were like a mystic people, like the Celts. Right. And... They loved like music and art and orgies and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they like to party uh, then, do they? <laughs> yeah, they love to party as well. Yeah. Let me just Call take the na- let me just take the name of that village down. Dragon <laughs> <laughs> Phil, sorry, I I'm just going to take the name of that village down. Take the name of that yeah, yeah. village. Yeah, yeah. What was that again? <laughs> it's called Viterbo. Viterbo. All huh? right. Yeah, Viterbo. V I T E R B O. And uh, so yeah, this place is like it's 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 in the same region as Rome, and uh, it's like it was built by the Etruscan people. So it's got it's very old, uh, kind of ruined buildings all around. Uh, but then the Romans took it over when they came into power. And they built like a big wall around it, so it's like this big old walled oh, kind yeah. of ancient town. Yeah. And and then after the Romans, the Knights Templars uh, decided to set up like their headquarters there, uh, look because they were looking for the Holy Grail or something like that, like yeah. something mysterious. And then after the Knights Templars, the Freemasons moved into the place. And Gosh, they busy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like really a busy. really sacred, mad spiritual place, like. Yeah. And then, then the Nazis, when they occupied Italy, oh. they they settled there in Viterbo, and they were looking for like um, pre- like premonitions and stuff because mm. in this place there's a couple of lakes nearby, which yeah. are said to be like oracle lakes. And you know, if you go there, I've been to one of them before, and I had a very intense vision just arise out of nowhere. So like, it's no wonder the the Nazis were there trying to find mm-hmm. out things, you know. Viterbo sounds a little bit like the Glastonbury version. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I suppose it does. Yeah, yeah. it would sound like that. The only problem with it is, is that uh, I feel like it's been overruled by a lot of dark magic there because. Yeah, it's it's a very strange place, and you find this in a lot of Italy, and I think it's all connected with the Catholic Church and the Vatican. And I was all just going to say stuff, that, you know? yeah, there's probably a connection yeah, yeah. there. And the ley lines, the use of that, um, that exactly. energy stream there, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah, it's definitely had a lot of dark history in, in this kind of place, you know. But, uh, 
you feel like, I feel like the place is like it's got all this power and all this magical energy mm. but you can see it in a lot of people that are very driven by materialism and yeah, like this kind money. of image yeah. uh, this very self-centered cockiness is around a lot you know yeah. okay. a lot of Italians I met are really beautiful and they are really kind of hearty people in general yeah. but there is like a big sense of ego in a lot of these places you know yeah. more so than I've experienced anywhere else you know yeah. So did you move on from there then? Um, well, yeah, me, me and my, me and my partner, partner, I stayed in their flat for, because um, lockdown was kicking in hard again, you know, and it was like, yeah. it, was very, it was very difficult to move, you know. It's even Italy, day. It's strict. Mm. Yeah. 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 And um, so me and my partner just like decided to take cover for the lockdown pretty much. Mm. Stayed in Viterbo and, you know, we just, I ended up writing a lot of music to be fair and recording mm. some music and stuff. So that was quite helpful really for that. Yeah, um, and then uh, me and my partner, like sh we uh, we just had this strong feeling to uh, to one day move to Ireland, right? And wow. uh, <clears throat> yeah, see what's going on there. I mean, I feel like a strong connection, like Celtic connection in my in my blood, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, like some Irish links in my kind of history, you know. And, yeah. Um, and then my partner, she she like she lived in Scotland for a long time. Oh. She loves Britain. She loves England and Scotland and Ireland and all the culture here and stuff mm. so she was like and she's a bit like she was getting sick of Italy she was mm. like oh, a bit tired of the place you know so she wanted to come and back to the British Isles with me yeah and mm. like start here you know yeah. uh, so about four or five weeks ago we um, uh, came and flew over to back to Devon where I started mm. my journey right. uh, to, the, to the small holding and now I'm here Actually, that's, oh, gosh. Uh, full circle. Yeah, full, yeah. full circle. Go. Ironic. <laughs> and and yeah. uh, working yeah. with cycles. And actually, you were talking Ben earlier on about um, the energy changes and, and changing changes in in ascension at the minute and that spiritual growth. How has that mm -hmm. affected you? Have you how those energies and those mm -hmm. changes affected you since you've come back? Since I've come back, I feel, I mean, like, obviously a lot of it is about yourself and how you uh, deal with yourself and how you, you know, like, find that centre in yourself that you can try and stay in just to ride through it, you know. And a lot for me is is has been really, like, this, ascent, this whole movement has just helped me find so much more faith in myself and the yeah. path because nothing goes wrong. You know, everything is what it is. Mm. And the more I focus on that, the more it is just what it is. And there's nothing to worry about. I think for me, I used to be very kind of like, uh, just like most of us, just anxious about, mm. you know, how to speak and how to be who I, you know, just yeah. disconnected. Your true you know? self. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird, it's a weird old world, isn't it? And I think like, really like this past few months, I've just been very like, like I've just been growing a lot stronger in just knowing it's all okay and uh, just seeing that it's all okay. So it sounds, and, uh, Ben, it sounds like you, like myself and many others, are working, mm. with, working with that sense of attachment to outcomes and, and removing yeah. that attachment to outcomes. Mm, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. Just right. not... Not so much praying and asking for things to happen a certain way, just just letting it be what it needs to be. Yeah. You know, I find much better. You know, the only thing I pray to now really is my higher self, yeah. just in the moment, just to yeah. help me get through this moment. You know, 
You like travelling as well from the sounds of it. You you do like to, you know, go places and then move around. Is that correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Definitely. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. it's tremendous. You know, I'm sure I speak for everyone on here and also our listeners. Um, the amount of courage that you have in order to just follow that, your instincts, mm. drop yeah. everything and just go and go um, for it, yeah. you know, yeah. and like live day to day following that inner guidance that is absolutely yeah. Yeah. tremendous so i well, to congratulate you, you on that yeah, yeah when when, when yeah. i when i heard that you were going i was envious that you were doing that something that yeah. i'd love to do mm. but it's that yeah. courage isn't it to just to do that and that that freedom to do that yeah, trust yeah, in the man, process so. think, yeah yeah, there's just something inside me that just tells me, well, there's nothing else, you know, this is all I need to do because it's going to take me where I need to be, you know, just because I suppose all we're looking for is that inner peace, isn't it? Just that yeah. content, just to be alive and, and enjoy it, you know, and that's where it's taking me. So yeah, that- I think a lot a lot of it as well, like I feel in my personal mission is is to, to network with many people yeah. and to grow like a, a very strong bond with many different people that I can kind of bring together for many different reasons, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like bringing kind of a unity within different uh, people. Like a tribe, suppose, isn't you know? it? Building the tribe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A big kind of like circle one, yeah. That's really good. Also, yeah. your quest is beautiful the fact that you found your your partner there on it and there was yeah, something that exactly. was driving you and pulling you both together that is tremendous yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm feel very fortunate and very blessed that's for sure so do you work together now on on where you, where you're settled now then you work well, you work I'm, together do you and well in terms of like work for like just to earn a living like yeah. i'm i'm working with my so when I first came down here, like I mentioned, my uh, friend moved down here a few years back who I grew up with in school, which is why I first came to Devon on the start of my journey after lockdown. Yeah. And um, he's like a tradesman. He's, he's only 26 and he's mm-hmm. like, he's so skilled. He's like, he's, he's a bathroom and kitchen fitter mm-hmm. and he's like really knowledgeable with it all. So he's giving me some work helping yes. him right now. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. To, really yeah. Nice. So he, yeah. he's showing me some, some skills and stuff and paying me a good wage. skills, aren't they? yeah so yeah that's good um uh but my partner she's 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 just like taking each day as it comes trying to find uh she's very artistic and she loves drawing and painting yeah. and making music and stuff so right now she she helps out on the on the farm quite a lot yeah. with the mm-hmm. yeah with the family and stuff but you know she's just trying to find her own way to to get, get yeah. music and that out there you know yeah yeah and again it's tremendously brave of her as as well to start her yeah. new journey with you, you know, it must it is. It must be slightly intimidating for her, you know, in a in a new country. Yeah. Uh, like like you right. found in Italy, you know, she's probably doing the same looking at body language, even though she speaks sure. English. Uh, and um, sure. obviously uh, it's yeah, a different yeah. culture as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. because it yeah. obviously we all speak so fast when we're all together as well. <laughs> she can speak good English, but it's different, <laughs> isn't it, when you're surrounded by native speakers who are ranting <laughs> on about some shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll yeah. uh, pick it up quickly, uh, as, as you did. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's amazing that you're learning that that trade, Ben. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm yeah, sure I'm, at some point, I'm sure at some point that will come in really handy when you're building your own dwelling in the middle of, in yeah, the middle of the forest. Yeah, an eco cabin or yeah. something. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your plans? Uh, obviously, you're very busy with what you're doing there. Have you got any other plans uh, for any other travelling excursions? Well, I, think, I feel quite. I feel actually really. I mean, I love like the southwest of England. I love it in Cornwall and Devon. It's one of my favourite places I've ever been to. It just feels like very alive and wild in the nature, you know. Mm. And um, and I think like a lot of Britain, even though there's beautiful parts all over Britain. I feel a, like a little bit sorry for for around the Mansfield kind of area mm. because I, I feel very connected to the place. You know, it's where I grew mm. up, and yeah. uh, like the, Sh- the Sherwood Forest is a really beautiful, magical place. Yes, but yeah. I've always felt it's been misused and mis- misappreciated for what it is. And yeah. Funny you I should say like- that there, Ben. I was there on Wednesday, and straight away, having parked the car up, I, I just felt my shackles came up. You know, spiritually speaking. And there was just such a negative energy because now they've developed it into like um, a tourist attraction. Yeah. And as soon exactly. as I got into the forest there, that subsided and I started to feel calm and relaxed. So yeah, they're doing something to it there that's disrupting that energy. So well, Yeah, I can feel it, mate. It's weird, isn't it? They're yeah. using yeah. the 5G there. They've installed 5G somewhere oh, really? nearby. Oh, yeah. That could be why then yeah. as well. It's not in the forest, but it's nearby um, on one of the main roads before you, you get there. Oh, okay. yeah, I noticed it. It's, oh. That's appeared um, last year, back in the last year. What a shame, mate. But yeah, I suppose I suppose all we can do is really when we go to these places is try and give it love in it and appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's yeah. what it needs, man. You know, all the elements and that. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of other things that I'm doing, uh, I've joined the band. So, so my friend mm-hmm. and the guy, I'm yeah. With, yeah, he's got a band. They've got a band because he's built like a little studio here where you can record yeah. the music cool. and that. Uh, and they've already recorded an album. So, I mean, after the show, I can send you some links if you're interested in, in listening yeah. and stuff, you know. Now, um, I will, Ben, so if I can just say, I think I might have found some of... So the band is called, it's Cajun, Cajun Rain? Cajun Rain, yeah, yeah, it's on Spotify and that, yeah. So I've also noticed, actually, that some of the, some of the songs, and I'm presuming it's the same band, are on, uh-huh. are, are on Instagram, so... Glenn, Julie, when you're looking around Instagram, right. actually, that's mm-hmm. there's some of those songs that you can actually search on Instagram as well and use okay, yeah. some of Ben's music okay. on there. Fantastic. Cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, this, they've recorded this album and I've joined the band after the album. But okay. our, our plan is now mm-hmm. to, to we're, we're like rehearsing quite often and like the plan is to, to very soon when the lockdown really finishes is to start getting gigs going yeah. and, yeah. you know, just go for it. Just try and get gigs and get ourselves out there, you know. Yeah, what sort of music is it? Because I, I I don't know to be honest. I've not heard any of your music. It's got a very it's got a very nineties uh, grunge uh, influence oh, in it. Yeah. A very grungy spirit. Like it's got like that Foo Fighters, that's right, you know, Alice in Chains, Nirvana kind of sound to it. You know, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight yeah, away. so it's cool. <laughs> it's a good. It's good. It's exciting to play live with them. You know? And of course, there's a there's going to be a great need for music again. It's a yeah, healer, isn't there it? Isn't there? It unites people, and that's what we need at this moment in time. Yeah, I feel like the world's ready for some from rock and roll to come back in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Say what it's all about, you know. <laughs> that's going to be yeah. good then, isn't it? Yeah. So are you yeah, going to be looking for local gigs, or are you wanting to travel? Or Yeah, I think I think so. Like, for the start, we're just going to try and get some gigs around here yeah. and, and see what the scene's all about, see what, you know, see if there's any other bands out there trying to do it as well, mm-hmm. so we can make some friends and that. 
and um, eventually we want to we want to try and go over to America soon, you know. And wow. we've got like um, we've got like a potential kind of tour booked with a charity over there, working yeah. with youth and stuff, like getting gigs on on the circuit over there. So you know, that's you know, dream big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, ultimate yeah. dream. A lot going on. <laughs> Aim for the stars. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. also, you are, you also, you are also a songwriter, Ben. How's, I am indeed. How's that going? Have you done anything recently yourself? Or? Since I've come to back to England, I've been so at, like so busy with everything and whatnot. I haven't really just had time to sit down and go into that space yet. But I know it will come back to me. I mean, I did, like I say, I. I recorded a few songs during lockdown when I was in Italy, living with my partner in, in Viterbo. Uh, but they still need, like, my, my plan is I did, like, three songs. Uh, but I've got a friend in Italy as well who's um, offered to, like, produce them for me because he's, like, a DJ and stuff. And he wants to, like, mix the songs up and, and like, make them sound really uh, expansive mm -hmm. and trippy and, you know, make more of a dance groove to it and stuff. Brilliant. Um, so, like, the plan is for me, just gradually, I think, over the next few months or, or whatever, is to just record a few songs here and there. And once we've got, like, 10, 11 songs, mm -hmm. you know, my friend in Italy will hopefully mix them all up and whatnot yeah. and we can get an album out, you know. That sounds exciting. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. So I'll definitely keep you all posted on, on that one. For yeah. Sure, you know? yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We'll share them for you if you send us some yeah. links. Yeah. Yeah. yeah send what, send whatever links you want, Ben, and we'll put them on when we've, when your episode uh, gets, when we release yeah. your episode, we'll put yeah. all of those links on there for you as well. So thank you, Phil. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting. Cool. You've done a lot there since. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. You, know, you don't think about this, but as soon as you start talking about it, you know, it's, it's like. Quite a lot, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I think you're going to inspire a lot of people in this episode because of your get up and go and not thinking about the, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Yeah. You, you just go with it and trust. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> don't get me wrong, like, there's so many, like, I've been dealing with a lot of self doubt lately and a lot of kind of like. <laughs> Just, just like that, it fear in the moment, you know, and uh, like you know, I don't know, just, you just got a bar, you just got a barge through it, aren't you? you just, there's no stopping it anyway, is there? Yeah. Like you can't just yeah. lock yourself in away, can you? You know, no. you got you got to face it, aren't you? Definitely. It's just that. <laughs> I think somebody, I think somebody said quite a while ago, you can't go round it, you can't go over it, you can't go under yeah. it. There go is through only it. through it. Through it. Yeah. 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 yeah man. So, Amen. Definitely. So, Ben, on your travels, um, obviously you would have been very observant about the different cultures and people and everything. Have you noticed a different, energetically speaking, with everybody that you've come in contact with? You know, in terms of their consciousness. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because since, since I went to Italy and, and the people that I've met along the way, everyone that I've really met like, and, and had like a real interaction with, has been like really conscious and really like on a different level, you know. And like obviously, I've met you, met like met you guys before and stuff. And in Mansfield, yeah. I used to meet people who were like from the shack and working yeah. in my mum's shop. That's I'd always it. meet people who were very open-minded and on, on the conscious path. Yeah. But you know, every day you just kind of you don't really notice what's going on, I suppose. And but on this journey, yeah, it's just like the universe is bringing me the people that I need to meet. Yeah. Who just just understand you know and it brings yeah. that understanding in myself out more it's it's 
it's quite a beautiful thing, really. Yeah, so comfort in it itself, isn't it? You know, yeah, finding it your is, teammates, sure. <laughs> so to speak. It, it becomes normal, doesn't it? Like all yeah. of a sudden, everyone you're involved with is is super conscious and on the same like same path, path to, to liberation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's exciting. I feel like a lot's going to change in the next few years for sure. Definitely, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And you do. Yeah, yoga. you guys can feel it. Yoga as well, you do, I heard you say earlier on. So, um, say that again, Julie, sorry. You do yoga, Ben, yeah? Yeah, I do. I mean, I like, I've, oh, that's one thing I need to tell you guys and anybody listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of the acupuncture mats before? No, I haven't. I think so, yeah. Are they they're the ones that you sort of lie on? Yeah, that's yes. like a bed of nails. Yeah. They've got like rubber spikes all over it. I've got one of those. Uh, yes, I've yeah, had a oh go on one of those, actually. I, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I got one a few days ago because I've been getting like some ankle pain and my shoulders have been getting a bit tense and stuff. And uh, so I thought I'd get something to try and help. And I've been recommended one of these mats before mm. by a good friend who swears by it. Uh, and I got one, and it's it's working wonders. Like it's it's mental. I just lie on it for for about <laughs> yeah. 40, okay. forty minutes, and yeah. go into like the deepest meditation I've gone into because it's like hitting right on the point the that just need yeah. to be hit, yeah. you know. And like, yeah, it's, it's, well, I, I recommend it to anybody listening to this to just go and get one because they're yeah. only like twenty yeah. quid or something. Oh, oh, you, stand for, you know, just stand on it every day or something. Like, I was just going to say that, Ben, because. It, for people that can't lay on it, actually, if you stand on it, it, it works with yeah. the pressure points in the feet. It, it, so. it really does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you like yeah. start breathing w- with the pain because it hurts at first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> be laughing. I just like how you worried it that. After like breathing and feeling the pain for a bit, you like you feel your like your leg starts sinking into it. You know, you feel yourself grounding into the floor. More. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful, you know. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of yoga, though, I don't really, I don't really do a lot of yoga. I mean, I've started just focusing more uh, on my breathing. Like, is it like, more from the meditation time. that you you do it for? Yeah, I mean, it's it's because I'm working all the time and stuff. But when I finish work lately, I'd rather just like, socialise with my mates, you know, and, and have a yeah. couple of beers or something, and then go and like you know chill out with my partner and stuff. Yeah. Like for me, like I, I like to do yoga when I know I've got loads of time doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? And I can mm. just just absorb that nothingness. Yeah, but, um, yeah. but I think for, for me, what what I've been doing lately, which which is helping a lot, is is just breathing deep and just consciously breathing really deep as much as I can. And mm. it's like it's opening up this this blockage in my stomach that I can feel. You know, it's like hitting something in my stomach that mm. the more I breathe into it, the more it's like the breath is getting deeper into my lungs. It's 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 weird, but it's nice. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking into Ben. It sounds like you're talking into what we've been talking about a lot, um, moving away from doingness and being more in beingness. Yeah. And especially yeah. with like meditations, moving away from the doing meditations, the guided meditations, and actually just <clears throat> moving into a more a, personal. Bit, a, a meditation of just yeah. being. Really? Just being, yeah, just being present as you can, as yeah. much as you can. Just, just trying to be in the moment right now, you know. Just living meditation, really. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do you yeah. think that your practices, your spiritual practices, like meditation, um, and the, and maybe the tools that you use, like crystals and things like that, anything that you use, do you feel that over the past year, during the consciousness, the the ascension, the um, 
that, that we've been going through in the energies. Do you feel that your practices have changed? I think my practices are definitely simplified. I feel like the before, well, before I came on the journey, I felt very kind of overwhelmed with what to do. I mean, I do different things, but I felt like I, I needed to, it constantly felt like I needed to do something in order to get more spiritual. But the things that I was doing weren't always right you know it didn't feel weren't working for you yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. it's like i'm trying to do so many different things we're not really yeah. sticking at any of them it's all a bit plummeting you know mm. well i've always felt close to crystals crystals are things i've always just collected for a long time you know so i've always mm. had crystals around but recently i think there's just been like that spiritual practice is just refined like you say it's more not trying to do things so much it's just trying to consciously be more and more aware in the moment of what I'm doing, what I'm saying, uh, but to get into the point where I just feel very at ease with what I'm saying, you know, and not, not overthinking what I'm saying. You seem very it's, in the present moment, you know, yeah, as yeah. you're talking to us, yeah, it sounds definitely. that you're in this moment with us now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And listening as well, listening to what people are saying, you know. I think in the past, like, people would talk and I'd agree with them and go along with them mm. just because that's what I felt like was needed. But reality is I wasn't really taking in what they were saying at all, mm. you know. But, but instead now, I'm just trying to, like, actually just stop my head from talking and stop agreeing with them and stuff and just actually listen. And then there you go, you've got, like, a deeper connection with that person. You know? Well, you're getting different perspectives Definitely. then, not just uh, your own percep- you know, perception. Yeah. It's not like just yeah. tunneled through your own perception, is it? Yeah. Mm. So can yeah. you talk about your musical influences? You know, what inspires you to write your music? Do you, do you well, go with the lyrics first? Is it the music first or, you know? It's the music first, okay. usually, yeah. It's, uh, I usually, because guitar is my main instrument, I'll yeah. just, I'll, I usually, songs come to me when I'm not trying and I just sit there, I just have a strum on a few chords yeah. and all of a sudden this, this kind of chord structure will just come out and like that would just really inspire me, the sound. So I'll record it on my phone to remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when, when I've got time to sit and out, sit around and play again, I'll, I'll listen back to it and go through it again and just build on it like that, really. Well, the, the music that inspires me the most is through my childhood, the only thing that really kept me feeling like human yeah. was listening mm-hmm. to like Kirk Bain, Nirvana, oh, nice. um, yeah. you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a guy called Nick Drake, you might have heard yes, of, like have, a folk yeah. singer. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, and in terms of new music, I mean, I, like, I compile new music, like I use Spotify, so you're always being introduced to new music and stuff, but yeah. there's nothing majorly, I mean, there's, I always just go back to what I know, really, with music, yeah. generally. You've got a connection with that music, haven't you? Emotional connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's when I want to listen to music. That's the emotion I want to kind of feel again, you know, that deeper, deeper kind of connection. I think no disrespect to um, to today's music uh, that's coming out, but um, I find with my two girls as well and their generation, they're going back to the 70s, they're going back to the 90s in terms of their musical tastes. And there seems to be something in the spirit of that music, you know, uh, that's, oh, that's devoid in today's music, you know, modern pop music, um, for a better word. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's very, it's, I mean, music nowadays is so, I process on computers, 
yeah. that, that obviously that bypasses the natural authenticity of, of the instrument and, mm. and the person playing that instrument. Yeah. But besides all that, I feel like people now, um, through music, the music industry and stuff, is like, you don't hear music where you can hear that people have, have like, gone through fucking hell, you know? And I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, people like musicians and that, that have faced the demons and gone through the shit and all mm. that and still writing music to inspire that's where the true power is in, in yeah. the sounds yeah. you know yeah. but you know, like I say it's, we're, we're ready for rock and roll again I think you yeah, know, you're we're ready to go aren't you we need a revolution yeah. a musical revolution <laughs> I think yeah you know it you know um, I mean look at the punk era you know in the 70s that came out of nowhere and it it didn't last forever but you know, it uh, it caused a ripple effect, didn't it, within the musical yes. in- industry? So mm. I feel as though, like you say, we're ready for a change. We're ready for that yeah, new energy not. to come in. Definitely. definitely. Gosh, how mm. interesting! Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought Glenn was going to give us a bit of a in my day music. In my thing. day, <laughs> <laughs> the same age as you, man. <laughs> oh, no. I always they're, forget they're that. They're the same age, you know, and yeah, yeah. talking about different things, <laughs> different it, perspectives. It, it makes me look like a granddad, but uh-huh. I'm not. You know, in my age. day. <laughs> oh, oh, bit dear. of banter. You've got to love it. Yeah. No, you've got to laugh. I'm keeping neutral if you noticed, I just keep out of it. Yeah. Yeah, you keep out of it, Julie. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you mind, Ben, if I, I want to scoot back? Because, you know, you were talking about... And actually, this is for my own gratification. So sorry, because you were talking about um, the 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 path, the coastal path that you started um, originally in Cornwall. And I thought, oh, I'd love to know where, where you got to, to be honest, mm. and what and what yeah, actually, which, which, which bits did you get? Which bits did you walk round? So I start. So right now, I'm staying uh, near a town called Ilfracombe, which is oh, on the north yeah. coast of Devon. Yeah. yeah, have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. I think I've been there. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a wonderful place, isn't it? It's all Victorian buildings all around yeah. town. And that. It's really right. nice. But anyway, I've, I've lived just down the road from there right now. So last year, um, I started the journey here, like I say, and then uh, my friends dropped me off um, in a place called Clavelli in the Heartland, which is like a peninsula. Uh, on. It's like near the, near the Cornwall border in Devon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like a, a, a place of natural beauty, you know, one of those kind of national trust places. Yeah. Uh, so my friend dropped me off on the, the start of there. So I started my walking journey from, right. from there. And that's that's a really beautiful place. It's it's quite, it's one of the places that I, I don't think many people, like, really know where it is. Like, obviously, Devon's a popular place in Cornwall. Uh, and there's places which are most people would go to in these mm-hmm. places. But the Heartland, I just, I don't think it's that heard of, really. It's like a quiet little gem. You know, yeah. Um, so you started so, yeah, there, and then started there, and uh, started walking to? through, uh, and uh, spent a lot of time. I had a hammock, so oh, I yeah. would go and yeah, I'd go and find like little woodland areas off the path uh, where I could hang the hammock up on the tree, Please, yeah. and um, and that was cool. Uh, That's amazing. And then I'd walk, yeah, I walked all along to um, where did I go? Uh, so I walked all the way to the Cornwall border <clears throat> and uh, then I got to this place where I was staying in this woods and like it was quite a strange time because obviously we were just coming out of lockdown yeah. and there was, a, there was a lot of fear in the air at this point and yeah. I noticed it like 
because I was walking along the coastal path, there's a lot of people walking it, like just going out for the day and stuff. And like, I had this big, massive backpack on. I was dressed in all these colourful clothes, looking a bit mad, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think everyone was looking at me a bit freaked out. Like, Bread in the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like, and, and in, in Devon as well, like a lot of the land is kind of owned, privately owned. So it's like owned by farmers and stuff. So looking for a place to camp in in the wild can be very difficult because you don't know what what the boundaries are sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And you you always feel I always used to feel like I was kind of being watched. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Like I was in the wrong place or something. Yeah. So um so I was a bit on edge at start. It took me a while to, to kind of get used to to doing it and you know like you just have to be a bit of a fox you know and, and sneak around <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was really fun yeah. like just just like and going to find these little secret places in the woods where no one can see me and and many many a time many a time i encountered like foxes and owls and and like wild ferrets and stuff it was really beautiful and uh, but then i got the bus at one time i remember it just uh, i was staying in the hammock in this this very closed off place and it was absolutely tipping it down for about three days and i um, I had no money, but I had money. I knew I had money coming in in a couple of days, so I thought I'd just stay there and ride it out. Mm. And then I managed to to find the, the main road near where I was and get a bus uh, to Bude, you know, Bude in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went there, and because I had a bit of money at this point, I stayed in like a a B and B. You know, had a shower and, and got myself cleaned up and had a bed for the night. And then uh, I continued walking and walking. Oh, I tell you one thing that happened, which was mad. Um, so after like uh, two weeks of walking along the coastal path, which was a very emotional time, like I say, I was doing a lot of purging, a lot of crying, and mm. just yeah. having moments of really breaking down, and like, but it was very like beautiful as well, you know. Um, and like, um, I was walking to this place, and uh, I got to this little place, and it, it felt like a weird place. I don't know what it was something in the air. Um, and I was struggling to find somewhere to, to, to camp for the night. And um, I ended up like looking and looking and looking and then I found this place and it didn't feel like I was in, I felt like I was in like the wrong place, but I thought, you know, I've got nowhere else to go. I'll just, I'll just hide my bags here, mm. go for a little walk around town, find some food and that, and come back here for the night and, and leave early in the morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I went to this pub and, and, and had a meal and some food and uh, after this meal, I started to feel quite sick. I don't know what it was. Um, but I got back to, to camp and uh, pitched up my hammock for the night and that. Uh, I went to sleep and I went into this dream. And it was the weirdest dream. It was like it was like I left my body. It felt really like I wow. jumped out of my body and went, yeah. And um, what was happening in this dream was uh, I was being, I was in this land and I was being chased by these, dark figures these demonic figures oh, and there was like there was, there was like a pack of six of them uh, and i was like running through the air and they were, they were like getting to me they were chasing me and i was like you know shitting myself in this dream and um all of a sudden this kid uh, who i'm staying with now on the farm he's like the son of the, the dad who, who's who kind of like, they all live here the family and one of the kids called levi he's like a star child like so like the kids who I'm staying with right, right now, there's three of them. 
and they're said to be like autistic and stuff, mm-hmm. but they're like really special, you know, really special yeah. kids. They're yeah. all homeschooled and stuff. And um, but anyway, this kid Levi, he came into my dream, like his face came into my dream, so vivid. And he was like, Ben, I've come here to help you. Don't worry, I'm going to sh- help you get away from these demons. And um, he, he t- t- showed me how to turn into a werewolf. And oh. I turned into a big werewolf, yeah, like and with him. And then we started chasing these demons back. Like, they were running away from us. And, uh, <laughs> and then I, I woke up in this, after this dream, and I was, like, sweating, and it was all crazy. And then I had the maddest diarrhea, like, after that. And I was yeah. purging out all this diarrhea, like, I was shitting out all this stuff. Uh, and then, anyway, a few days later, I told my friend uh, about it, Joe, and he came here and, and uh, mentioned it to, to Levi's father, who I'm staying with now, and uh, as soon as he mentioned it to Levi's father, Levi walked in the room and was like, oh, Joe, guess what happened the other night? Like, I, I had this dream, and Ben was in the dream, and we turned into werewolves, and we're chasing these demons. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Man? That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Man. Wow. Whoa. Mm. Wow, that's, well, that's been very interesting. Man. Yeah, So I yeah. think we all sort of fit. Yeah. Needing to wind uh, it down now a little bit, I think. So uh, yeah, I'm sure, sure there'll be other adventures that we can listen to. Oh, definitely. Uh, I, yeah, myself. thank you for talking about Cornwall a little bit there because that was. Mm. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Myself, I love Cornwall. I love Cornwall, and yeah. I, I tend to go down to uh, the Lizard Peninsula, so right down to the bottom. But mm. I love fascinating. I love that area. I just like the vibes there. It's so mm. laid back, chilled. You know, feels it is really, isn't it? Yeah. Really chilled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a different pace of life down here. For oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah, Ben, absolutely. Thank, thank you so much for oh, you're welcome. for joining us. Um, mm, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for telling us, sharing your story with us. It's been fascinating to listen to. Yeah, yeah, great. And I'm space. sure that everybody else will love to hear that. Where yeah, can so? Do you want to give us any links that people might be able to find uh, Cajun Rain on again? Just so we've got. Yeah, that. sure. Okay. Well, if if you if anybody listening uh, uses Spotify, yeah. if you just search Cajun Rain, yeah. it should come up on there straight away. Okay. Um, there's also on Facebook. If you're looking, it, it just find look for Cajun Rain. Uh, yeah. It should come up as the band. Fabulous. Um, so yeah, if you just search Cajun Rain on on any of the things, it, they should come up. Um, but in terms of in terms of my music, I've recorded stuff in the past, but I don't know how to link it to you without actually sending you the URL. You know. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. sure we've yeah, got enough send, there to be going on with. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and send yeah. a link. Yeah. Just send links to me direct, Ben, and then I can put that on anyway. So. Cool. Good. Yeah. Great awesome. to speak to you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that, guys. It's really perked me up. <laughs> it's, right yeah. it's been inspirational <laughs> yeah. here in your journey, and I'm sure I speak for our listeners when when this does go out. It's yeah. Cool. Truly cool, amazing. Man. Thank you for being yeah. an open book yeah. uh, with yeah. us this evening. No, yeah, it's all Very good, brave. Man. It's my pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, oh, okay, then. Namaste, everybody. Well, namaste. 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 Have a fantastic thank weekend. You too. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Ben. You thank you so much, Ben. Thank, thank you. you. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe 